Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. EU has been trying to negotiate with Australia over a trade deal since 2018, but the talks collapsed this week. The EU appears to have balked at the demands from Canberra to deepen access to European markets for its farmers. There is already a trade worth 56 billion euro between the EU and Australia, but a free trade agreement would certainly boost that figures. But farmers here are worried that mass-produced Australian beef or lamb could undercut prices locally. Olaf Gill is the EU Commission spokesperson for trade and is on the line. Good morning, Olaf. Good morning. What kind of barriers to trade exist at the moment between the EU and Australia that a trade deal might remove? Well, as you mentioned, there's already a significant amount of trade between the EU and Australia. We're like-minded partners and similar economies. Uh, And on that basis, for the last number of years, uh, we have been negotiating uh, the terms of a free trade agreement that would uh, offer a significant uh, market opening to both sides in what we believe uh, was a balanced and mutually beneficial way. Um, And it would uh, in particular have uh, given, um, uh, as well as the economic opportunities, uh, there was uh, the hope that uh, we would negotiate an agreement with the Australians on uh, critical raw minerals, which is very important for uh, what we call the green transition, i.e. developing the green and clean economy here in Europe. And of course, they have a lot of those raw materials in Australia that we would need for that transition. Now, what did the Australian government introduce at a meeting this week that led to the talks breaking down? Well, trade negotiations, when they're done correctly, follow a fairly set format. I mean, uh, negotiators at what we call the technical level uh, meet uh, frequently in order to shape the the contours of what the final agreement will look like. And so uh, one side will put forward a suggestion for market opening in whatever uh, sector of the economy, and the other side will come back with the counteroffer, and then negotiations proceed on this basis. Um, We were confident uh, that a landing zone was uh, clearly in view following many, many uh, weeks of recent uh, intense negotiations uh, between uh, the negotiators at technical level. And on that basis, uh, in the margins of the G7 trade ministers meeting, which was taking place in Osaka, Japan, uh, our commission executive vice president, Valdis Dombrovskis, as well as agriculture commissioner Wojciechowski, uh, were present in Osaka uh, in order to seal the deal, so to speak. Uh, and then uh, that's where things started to go wrong. And what did they introduce to that, that scuppered the, the deal? Well, as I mentioned, uh, when the correct formula, when the standard practice is followed, uh, what happens is that the, the technical level will, will uh, bring the negotiations uh, to the point where the political level can uh, can conclude the deal. I know that, but was it farming? Was it raw materials? What aspect did the Australians introduce uh, that you guys said, no, we can't do that? Well, it's important that, for, for context, it's important to understand that because the technical level had brought it so close, uh, the understanding was that at the political level, while there might be some last minute tweaks, uh, it would be possible to get a final agreement, which is why we flew out our top people. Uh, what happened then was the Australian side retabled agricultural demands mm. that did not reflect the recent negotiations. 
but were rather from uh, much further uh, back in t- point in time. And so uh, that did not reflect the progress that had been made by the senior technical officials in recent weeks. And on that basis, uh, it wasn't possible to take negotiations forward. They didn't even, the final negotiation round didn't even start, in fact. Right. Okay. It sounds a little bit like a Mexican standoff. If they don't withdraw this uh, this new agricultural or farming aspect from a much earlier stage in the negotiations, uh, you guys won't blink, or will you? Well, the Commission stands ready to continue negotiations. Our door is open, but uh, we would certainly expect that uh, that the uh, the landing zone, as I mentioned, would reflect the progress made in negotiations. Uh, we're not going to jump back down the ladder, so to speak because of an, an 11th hour uh, change of heart by the Australian side. Okay. Now, um, Irish farmers, of course, are always worried that mass-produced Australian livestock uh, could flood the market. I presume this deal would protect local farmers, not just in Ireland, but in all 27 member states. Yes, indeed. Uh, the uh, In-trade negotiations, uh, as well as uh, trying to achieve good economic outcomes uh, for the European side, we always uh, take great care to ensure that our, our market sensitivities, particularly in uh, agriculture, uh, are protected. That means that uh, we uh, only offer a certain amount of market share uh, to any trade partner, including Australia. There would be no flood. And uh, there's also the expectation uh, that the uh, quality of the aforementioned products will match European levels in, or, in order to ensure that uh, our, our consumers, uh, that they're, that there's high standards of food safety and quality we have in Europe are maintained. So, so no hormone-treated beef, for example. Um, but what, does that mean there would be a quota for, for Australian food coming in here if there were to be a trade deal? Yes, there would be a certain uh, quota. Uh, as I can't go into details on that because, as mentioned, uh, we, we didn't get to the stage where we where those details were finalised. But I can say with total confidence and uh, certainty that uh, our, our European sensitivities were, were well protected and there was a mutually uh, economically beneficial uh, agreement on the table. Okay. Uh, just to remind listeners that the Australians did try and sign a trade deal with the UK about two years ago. And subsequently, the British Agriculture Minister said it was an awful deal which was rushed through and that would cripple uh, British farmers. I presume the Australians want to get the same deal for the EU. Well, no one in the negotiation uh, was using the UK deal as a reference point. Uh, The EU looks out for its own interests. We're the biggest trader in the world. uh, But we always negotiate on the basis of fairness and transparency. Uh, we we do what we say. Uh, we mean what we say. We say what we mean. There's no games, and we always try to uh, to reach agreements that are good for us, but also good for our partners. Okay, uh, Olaf, have a lovely weekend. Uh, by the sounds of things, you are Swedish Irish in in extraction. So have a lovely weekend uh, wherever you are. Um, that's Olaf Gill from the European Commission. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.